0: 7 Figures Nation, how is it going? We've got an excellent guest for you today. As you all know, the goal of this podcast is to provide you with the tools, tactics, and strategies to build a seven-figure business and join the 5% of business owners that generate seven figures annually. Today's guest, Rocky LaVani, is going to be someone who's going to help you out substantially. He is the chief profitability advisor for small business owners, of which most of us are in that category. Rocky started with nothing when his parents immigrated to the US when he was just two years old and his parents were in their forties. It was his parents' second time starting over in life as they moved here to experience the American dream. Despite a lot of struggles and his mom passing away when Rocky was only seven, He has achieved financial and life success. Rocky loves to share his journey and inspire others to achieve their dreams even faster. That's why he serves business owners and entrepreneurs. Rocky, welcome to the show. There are over 32 million businesses in the U.S. and over 90% of them will never break seven figures in annual sales. So how do we as entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs break into that seven figures club? This podcast will relentlessly share the secrets, strategies, and tactics I've used to create three multi-seven-figures businesses and bring in even more successful entrepreneurs than me to share their inspirational stories and tactics to success. You can create your dream business in life right now, so buckle up and let's go. Thank you so much for having me, Leo. Well, we're excited to have you, and I find that your topic is is very important and vital as we go into the year into into the new year of 2024 a lot of people have a lot of questions and uncertainty who are business owners and entrepreneurs and they don't know what to expect a lot of people think it's going to be a year of chaos but before we get into 2024 and your expertise of helping businesses with profitability tell us a little bit about your background what led you to decide that entrepreneurship was the path for you And, you know, just some of those key events uh, in your background that made you who you are today.
1: We'll do that. But can I tell them all a dirty little secret first?
0: Tell us the truth. We love truth around here.
1: I can't tell you how many seven-figure business owners are broke. They don't have cash. Yep. Because they spent it all and they reinvested it. You get a choice. You can build a business to make you profitable, or you can have a whole lot of sales and nothing to show for it. Revenue is not going to be the answer, anyway. So, being amen. an immigrant kid, let me just say, "Amen" to
0: that, Rocky. That is a fact.
1: Being an immigrant kid, you know, you you had to learn to hustle, right? And we also, I also got to see people who were successful. Along with living on the wrong side of the tracks for part of my life, and so I knew what I wanted, which was to have money. And so I don't know where it came from, but from a young age, I was always trying to make a buck. I was the kid in the school who would go buy stuff, split it up, repackage it, and sell it to everybody at school. Hundred percent profit. I it was real easy to calculate, you know. And I get to keep it all, and and be able to do that. And and so I did a lot of that through high school kind of into college learning to hustle but I I also grew up with that oh you got to go to college you got to do this you got to get a good job and honestly oh, yeah. good is the enemy of great and Says. I started doing really well with a w2 job making a lot of money and i understood finances because i came from a family where we talked about money i just assumed everybody talked about money turns out nobody talks about money and yet you spend 12 years in school four years in college maybe you have a masters like me that still doesn't teach you about money even though i have an mba yeah um and so i was just shocked by all of that which At that point, I had built my wealth. I'm like, what do I really want to do? And I'm like, well, I've always been a money nerd. And I'm looking around, I'm going, why aren't there more people who are wealthy? This doesn't make sense. And so I just kind of started back down that journey. And it eventually led me to the fact that business owners weren't looking at their finances. I'm like, how in the hell do you run a business and not look at your finances? And then I realized, oh, they went into business to do what they loved, and accounting wasn't on the list. i like, okay, now I know an area that I'm really good at that I love doing. I, I was playing with spreadsheets back when it was VisiCalc, which is like, that would be like 40 years ago. <laughs> right? The first electronic spreadsheets. My life runs on spreadsheets. It's just the way I think about things. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. You're really good at spreadsheets. You understand the tax code. You know how to build wealth. You understand how to you know, do the entrepreneurial stuff. Why not go do it? And I met Mike and Profit First, and I was like, they built the platform. I don't want to build a platform. I just want to do what I love, which is help people make more money and keep it. So I became one of their Profit First professionals, and here we are today helping business owners make and keep more money
0: i love it that's a great background rocky and and just someone and you're right like no one talks about money uh it's frowned upon to talk about it at the dinner table it's frowned upon to talk about it here there whatever i remember you know before the 0809 recession i had built uh, a profitable uh, multi-seven figure business and the recession came and it went down And I remember as I was rebuilding and I started my first business after the recession, it took me a few years to get back on my feet. And I finally was back up to earning $10,000 a month in personal income. I remember mentioning that to my brother-in-law and he looked at me all offended, like I had mentioned something like that. And that's in my, uh, the oldest of nine kids, uh, my parents, my dad was an attorney, never spoke about money at uh, the table, in the home, and yet I heard my parents talking an awful lot about not being able to afford things an awful lot. And so that's the unfortunate truth of the matter. So business owners struggle, and you made a great point at the beginning, that a lot of business owners can generate a lot of sales and revenues. In fact, a lot of the people, so-called successful influencers online, might be seven-figure business owners, but they're actually not taking hardly any money home. So explain how this profit first concept works and why so many business owners appear to be successful on the outside, but inside they are a dirty mess.
1: So I know some of those seven figure business owners and they go, I had a seven figure launch. I only have one question for him. How much did you spend? And they're like, well, seven figures and a dollar. Like, Uh -oh. oh, So you did all that work, you did all that thing and all that noise for a year and you had this million dollar launch and you spent more than you made. Yeah, because tomorrow you'll be profitable, right? That tomorrow. Yeah, profit is not an event, it's a habit. You build it up first. Mike, successful entrepreneur, had multiple successful companies. They were not as profitable as they should have been. And he sold a couple of them, walked away with big seven-figure payouts, started to play successful entrepreneur. Within a couple of years, they came for the keys to the house and the car because he lost it all. And during that period of time, he started to do that little bit of introspection that you do when you hit bottom. (laughs) What went wrong? And one of the big ahas that came out of it was – We have the wrong equation for profit so your accountant told you sales minus expenses equals profit where's profit in that equation very bottom very bottom it's a leftover it no thought goes into it was i profitable what was the number oh interesting but yet when you started your business you said i'm going to be profitable you came up with a pro forma or some kind of thing well if you're supposed to be profitable, why not take your profit first? So Mike said, let's change the equation. Sales minus profit equals expenses. We take our profit first. We pay ourselves first. This is not greed. Okay. You pay yourself first and then you live within your expense budget. And that." Just a slight mindset shift about how to think about things differently. Because too often we're told you got to spend money to make money. That's a lie. That's told to you by people who are selling you stuff. You do not have to spend money to make money. The smartest businesses don't spend money to make money. They figure out how to make money without spending money.
0: Exactly right. They are resourceful.
1: They are very resourceful. Yeah.
0: So tell us about the first time you read the book, Profit First, and, you know, what uh, obviously you are already living as an entrepreneur, a successful person financially in a profit first mindset. But what were some of the key takeaways that uh, that concept provided for you? And then what did you do with them?
1: So when I read the book, I was like, oh my God doesn't everyone like do this? Cause that I was doing that as a W2 employee. I had multiple bank accounts. I had everything set apart. I, you know, I was doing all this stuff. I was like, I was in disbelief. And so then I started calling people. I'm like, is this true? Like, is this for real? And people kept saying, yeah, I'm like, do these people want help? Cause I know how to help them. And they're like, Yeah, I'm like, well, let's go do it. So I think that was the biggest thing. There's nothing in that book that is rocket science. There is nothing in that book that is brand new. All he did was literally take basic financial concepts, kind of like Dave Ramsey. I don't care if you love him or hate him, you know, learn how to make money from him and transferred it to, A story that works for business owners. So instead of using envelopes to put your money in or jars, you put it in bank accounts and each bank account has a purpose. And when you start being intentional with your money and living within your budgets, then things work out really well and you don't have these problems and you get wealthy.
0: That's yeah. the goal of, of every <laughs> entrepreneur and business owner, right? They, they want to have that freedom, that wealth to be able to decide what to do when they want, you know, be with who they want, go where they want, et cetera. And so one of the struggles that a lot of the audience has is let's say, you know, Bob has a business doing half a million dollars a year. He's generating 40000 dollars dollars in sales. He has profits of, you know, 20, 25%. So he's bringing in eight to 10% of eight to 10 grand of personal income. And he knows to take that next step. Maybe he's got to make some sort of investment into marketing equipment, hiring more people. And he just doesn't know, well, how do I keep, you know, paying my bills, being profitable? And then how do I actually grow? And that's one of the big struggles that I think a lot of business owners have, especially the listeners of this podcast. So what... What are some of the suggestions or actions they can take to be able to grow profitably? Because a lot of the times you can be profitable, you
1: can have profit first, and then you
0: try to grow and everything falls apart.
1: Growth is number one reason companies go bankrupt. Wow. Okay. Because they don't realize how much money they need to grow and they get upside down and they grow too fast and they get themselves in trouble. So if you are profitable already and you're taking your profit and you said they need to invest in their business. So if you're going to invest in something, do you expect a return? I always do. I always do too. Most business owners don't actually set it up that I'm going to invest in this thing Mm -hmm. and I'm going to get a return. They just kind of waste money. Yes. So I think first off, go look at your business and say, is it efficient? Like, I bet you we could probably find 10% of inefficiency in your business. It could be an employee who does nothing and causes more trouble than they're worth, but you're afraid to fire because you just haven't done it. It could be the cable company raised their prices by double and never even told you. It could be that you signed up for six trial softwares and forgot to cancel them. It could be you're paying for Google emails for people who you fired five years ago or quit, and they're still being charged because nobody bothered to cancel them. Like, where are all the money leaks in your business? Number one. Number two, especially in today's world, have your prices kept up with inflation? Oh, that's a big one. Right? Right. Number three, are your prices even appropriate? Like if I look at your business, is there something in your business that's generating a lot of profit versus something in your business that's causing you to lose money? So somewhere in here is there's a book. I think it's called like Islands of Profit in a Sea of Red Ink. Jonathan Burns is an MIT professor, so I'm assuming he's smart. He went and looked at large corporations. So we're talking... You know, Fortune 1000. He said, when I looked at their numbers, here's what I found 20 to 30% of what they did was highly profitable. 30 to 40% of what they did lost money. The rest was break even. But nobody could tell me where the 20% was coming from. Okay. That's the 80 20 rule. Yes, it is. Right. So where is your 80 20? Uh, So I had one client. He's in the pressure washing business. Okay, it's winter now, isn't it? Yeah, it is in Utah. Okay, so clearly he's not pressure washing in winter, so he's hanging nope. Christmas lights. When I tell you that story, what do you think? Here's a guy trying to keep his people busy, bring in a little cash flow, you know, pay his bills. I looked at his numbers. I'm like, dude, eighty percent of your profit is coming from Christmas lights. Take the damn summer off. Go focus on Christmas lights, build that part of the business up, expand it into other lighting. You've got fat, healthy margins over here. You're competing with everybody and the margins are slim and you're working hard over here. You're doing it easy. Now he drives a Maserati, but that's another story. The point is it works like, but it's because he started to understand where the levers were in his business. Where was the profit coming from? Not where was the cash and revenue coming from? Like where in your business is is it that you provide such value and it costs you next to nothing to do it? And maybe it's even in your services. Like take somebody who's in the photography business. If I'm in a photography business as an added bonus, I go, hey, you, you can have all the digital files. Does that cost me extra? No, but what if I said, hey, you can have all the digital files for $1,000. It's 100% profit to your bottom line. But think things through differently. And every business is unique and everyone's got their unique situation. Don't look at what someone else is doing. I mean, you can get some ideas, but figure it out for you. What are your unique strengths? Where do you have pricing power? What what can you do differently? Maybe you do speed. Hey, yeah, I can get it done tomorrow. It's double. Okay. You know, and then you're not running around like crazy. Learn to say no to low value. Shift your business to where the profits and the money are flowing. Most people don't take the time to look. Look. And that's the problem. So they're too busy running around trying to make another buck, and they, to them, every dollar of revenue is the same. It's not. I just showed you. Certain dollars of revenue are much, much more valuable than other dollars of revenue. Understand what those are. The second part, and it all comes out of profit first too, is Parkinson's Law. Time and money will expand to whatever is available. You tell me you got a project and it's hundred thousand dollars? and it's 6 months it's it's 110 and it'll take 7. You tell me that I got a project and it's 3 weeks and it's 20 grand? We'll figure it out. Where'd the 80 grand in 6 months go? It's wasted. It's like your kids, they do a book report. It's assigned today. When are they going to start working on it? The night before? Everything gets done at the last minute including in your business. It's amazing what you can do at the last minute. Constrain yourself. And that's what Profit First does. It gives you that thought process of constraining and looking and thinking differently at your business. Because mm, top no line question. is vanity. Yep. Bottom line is sanity and cash flow is reality.
0: Top line is vanity, bottom line is sanity and cash flow. That's the that's the reality that's the we reality. want. Well, a lot of value bombs. Let's unpack some of the value bombs Rocky just dropped yeah. on us. So, number one, he said. You got leaks in your business, right? Where are you wasting money that's not generating value income? Maybe you've got a lazy employee that doesn't even fit your values and principles who needs to go go goodbye. Maybe you've got different subscriptions, other things you're paying for that you're not even using or that you are that are not generating value. And then number two, he talked about inflation. Guys, inflation is real. Just because inflation you know, went up doesn't mean that you have to, you know, keep your prices the same. I guarantee you all the grocery stores, guess what happened? Inflation went up. It cost them more. Guess what? They raised prices on you. And they said, sorry, it's not us. It's inflation, gas, all these different things, commodities, they go up when costs go up. And that's how it has to work for your business too. And then probably the biggest, uh, you know, value bomb that, uh, that should, you should be listening to this over and over again is finding where's the 80-20 in your business. A lot of businesses, probably almost all of them, twenty percent of of the efforts generate eighty percent of the profits, and you're probably spending eighty percent on stuff that's not really generating profits and income for you. Isn't that why you started the business to actually earn income for yourself? That's kind of the purpose of business, and so you've got to review. And everybody always thinks that someone else has the answer for them, and I like that you pointed out, Rocky, that no. The answer is in your business. Yeah, go look at other people, other get some ideas. But there's an there's an opportunity that you're just not seeing because you haven't you know stopped moving and thought about it. Hopefully, you're doing some you know business planning for 2024. But you've got to really unpack those things. And then at the end of the day, Rocky, obviously, I think one of the other struggles that business owners have, and a lot of listeners this podcast do, is they don't really understand the business financials and the numbers. What are what can they do to better understand that? Maybe they have a bookkeeper, a CPA, and they're not really sure what all the numbers mean and how they work. What what would you uh? What are some solutions they can do there?
1: Your bookkeeper and your CPA are telling you what happened. Who the hell cares what happened before? wait, oh, what are you doing today about tomorrow? All right. And, and it's it's unfortunate that that's the way the industry is. Also understand something, your bookkeeper and CPA work for who? You. If they're not giving you your data in a timely manner, in a way that helps you decide and see what's happening in your business, tell them what you want. And if they won't do it, find somebody who will. Um, so that's kind of the numbers side. I At the end of the day, look, you at least have to know how to read the tea leaves. You don't need to spend hours on these financials. Literally, if I look at a set of financials, within a couple minutes, I can tell you where the problem in the business is. I can see it because the business is a math equation. I know the math equation that all businesses fit into, and I can see where in the stream there are, things are broken. And a couple from there, we have conversations, and then and then we fix those levers that are really the 80 20 levers we clean up the problems and and we go forward it could be it could be a lead generation or a conversion and yep. sales problem it could be a pricing problem it could be a cost of goods problem it could be an efficiency problem in the operations it could be too much debt it could be that you forgot to invoice half your people <laughs> and they don't even know to pay you yeah I can't tell you how many businesses especially the trades, do that. Yeah, yeah, um, do. All of these things come together to tell a story about your business. Learn to read the story. It doesn't take that long. It is not that difficult. If everything is organized. So that's the other thing. All your financials are organized for one simple purpose. They're two simple purposes. For large businesses, they're organized to raise capital from the markets. And beyond that, your your financials are organized so the government can tax the hell out of you, okay? Yep. But they're not organized for you to drive profitability. So you got to make sure that you reorganize them in a way that gives you the complete picture and in a way that helps you understand what's going on.
0: Exactly right. Now, one of the things you talk about is, you know, the end of the month comes and you thought you were profitable and maybe even looks on your accountant's profit and loss that you're profitable, but you have this other problem about this term called cash flow. What is it that uh, business owners are not understanding when it comes to cash flow so they can make decisions moving forward? You're right. Whatever happened in the past happened, it's how do you win moving forward. And a lot of that is they don't know how to forecast cash flow.
1: So your PL shows you your profit. Your profit does not equal your cash, which is, I think, Uh-oh. something that Wait, none of what? them understand. <laughs> yeah. Profit doesn't equal cash. All your cash disappears on the balance sheet. Yep. It disappears into a couple of different areas. Accounts payable, accounts receivable, inventory on your shelf that you have yeah. to pay for. Yeah. Um, and so it go, your loans and debt, you and how you waste money outside your business that somehow, oh, it's a business expense. Just put it on the business. Some of you are literally throttling your oh, business with your personal expenses, um, debt. All of those things affect stuff that does not show up on your PL. And the worst part is going back to the reports. Nobody knows how to read a balance sheet as a comparison month to month. It, it's hardly ever done. Your accountants don't do it. And if you can't do that skill, for most people, it's like playing Where's Waldo. What what change between these two, like your kids have those little pictures, you know, find the eight differences, you know, you're sitting there for 30 minutes. What's different between these two? That That's what we figure out. That's what, that's the skill I have. I, I can find Waldo in the Excel sheet. It, it just, it blinks at me. It's weird. <laughs> it's a skill set. But it's sometimes just
0: getting down to measuring these things. And so at this point, I think a lot of the listeners, Rock, you're saying, wow, I've learned a lot. This is a struggle that's real. Or I, in fact, I was talking to a CEO, CFO of a bunch of companies and I said, yeah, I've been reading all these stats. The 82% of businesses struggle with cash flow. And he's like, no, no, it's 100%. It's 100%. Like, oh, yeah, you're probably right. It probably is 100%. And so, Rocky, at this point, you know, we always tell the audience this is not a passive podcast. This is a podcast for action takers. What's the next step that they could take today to learn how to implement Profit First into their business to finally be able to end the month with a bunch of cash in the bank account and be able to get out of that painful cycle that they're in where they just are out of control? What's the next step that they can take
1: today okay the first thing you need to do is look at your wherever you're listening and right next to where leo's name is there's a like button hit the damn like button please give him some love would you then share this with another buddy who's a business owner who's struggling with you so that they can hear this and you can start to have a conversation with somebody about money and you can start to work on this together once you've done that now you can come find me. Wherever you're listening, go look up Profit Answer Man. I go through Mike's entire Profit First book. All we do is teach you principles. We share principles. We bring on success stories. I bring on all my competition. Isn't that wild? I bring I bring on other CFOs, Profit First professionals, people who use other systems that are similar but different. We have them all on for the simple purpose of teaching you how to be profitable.
0: Guys, again, that's ProfitAnswerMan.com, ProfitAnswerMan.com. Go check that out. There's a lot of resources. There's a lot of tools. You can even schedule a a consultation and figure out what's going on. Because at the end of the day, there's two ways to solve a problem. The first way is you kind of DIY it and you hope you can eventually figure it out. Or the second a quicker way is to find an expert who already has it figured out and ask them for directions. And that's what I would do. And so I would definitely reach out to Rocky, his team and find some more answers so that you can be profitable with your business and make 2024 your breakthrough year, because we all have finite amounts of time. And if you're going to become an entrepreneur and business owner, you've got to win. And the only way you win is by having cash left in the bank account at the end of the month. Well, Rocky, it's been a fantastic podcast, great messages and value uh, shared with the audience. I want to give you the final word of advice for all of our listeners.
1: You know, Mike goes out and he talks on stages. He's got a whole big fan group. He walks off stage. Oh, we love Profit First. His simple question is, did you open the bank accounts? Did you start? Just do it. That's it. Go get the book from your library if you have no money. Read the book, open the accounts, get started. You don't need me. You don't need anybody. Go do it. It's really that simple.
0: Amen. Well, thank you so much for being a guest on the show, Rocky.
1: Thanks for having me.